As far as data goes, the more the better, because if you have the data, you can go back and process it later. And so I've adopted more and more so of this mentality of even if I don't know how I want to use it now, or even if I don't have an exact way that I want it visualized, I want to gather it so I have it if I need it. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. This is the real talk about how Matt loses weight (laughs) and how Matt gains weight. (laughs) But from a business perspective, okay, so we're talking marketing, but this is something that has become so tangible to me as I've seen it lived out in my own personal life. And so the the adage or the ism is uh, what gets measured gets managed and what gets managed improves or can improve. And uh, for me in my whole life, it's just such a funny I don't know, it's just my body type or whatever it is, but I have, uh, it's been like, it takes conscious effort for me not to be fat. I would just, the easiest, I don't have a great metabolism, so that's, that's what it is. And, um, and this is like the deciding factor of whether I can like stabilize or lose or just feel like I'm making healthy progress in my life is, um, one of the factors is just weighing myself every morning. So I, I've learned is like, if I weigh myself every morning, it's funny. I, I will lose weight or stabilize in that healthy zone that I want to be. And if I just decide to not look at the scale, surprisingly, I just pack the pounds on. You know, it's it's funny because there's, you know, there's other you know factors going to that. It's like, you know, just eating, snacking at night. I love, you know, desserts and, and late night snacks. And so that's another factor. Not sleeping well, all those things that will definitely help you put on the pounds. But um, but that factor of just being conscious of what direction I'm heading makes a huge difference. I don't feel like I have to try as hard to consciously eat more vegetables or move more during the day if I just keep a pulse on how am I doing. And so I, um, it's only been the last couple of years where I got like a smart scale, just simplified it too, because now it visualizes it. So it's one thing to see it every day. And that's a good reminder. Here's my number. Here's where I'm at. It's another thing to see it in context of your past history. So now there's trends involved and I can layer on goals. So I can layer in, here's my goal. I could, uh, you know, see the trend of where I'm going. So I see today, I can see historical progress or trends, and then I can see where do I want to go. And even that simple factor has been probably the most significant difference between, I don't know, feeling closer to meeting my goals and feeling further from those. And so if we look at that on the business side of it, the same thing is true. What gets measured gets managed and what gets managed can improve. The two gaps are really in the first two stages there is measuring it. Like, what are the things that I should measure? And then managing it, what does it look to manage it? So I want to give you a couple of these um, stories and things that we've applied for ourselves from a marketing perspective. And that's what we're looking at from. From marketing, all the marketing efforts that you're doing, what are the things we're measuring? And then how are we we managing this? How are we keeping it um, in line for us? And so as far as data goes, the more the better. The more the better. Because if you have the data and you have a question, you can go back and process it later. And so I've um, adopted more and more so of this mentality of like, even if I don't know how I want to use it now, or even if I don't have an exact way that I want it visualized, I want to gather it so I have it if I need it. Because sometimes you'll get to these sort of like annual campaigns or seasonal campaigns and you'll want to know how did last year do? Or should we do it this way versus that way, right? Like we can, and, and because we keep the data around, we can now tell ourselves, we can just look and say, okay, last year 
in November, this was the, the OTO we ran, or this was the promotion that we were doing. Um, this was the flow for it. And I kind of have all of those stats. So let me give you some of those like top level stats that we literally, in some ways, copy and paste into a spreadsheet <laughs> just to have it all. And so for us, most of our front end marketing is funnel based. It's literally in a funnel. And so they'll give you stats with like how many, uh, how many visits, how many unique visitors, what was the, you know, what was the opt-in and what were the, you know, opt-in purchase and then percentages of all those things. So visitors, unique visitors, opt-ins, purchases, and then, you know, kind of broken down in percentages. And this is something where we have a VA every day go and copy those stats out of the funnel into a spreadsheet. You might be wondering like, why, why would you do that extra step, Matt? Because you can go historically and just, you know, see, you could choose a season and kind of like see it and visualize it there. For us, um, and we'll get into this, like, how do we manage it? If I have the numbers in a spreadsheet, even a Google sheet, there's a lot more um, interrelated analysis you can make. So for example, for us, there's usually a relationship between those on-page stats and paid media, right? And so if I'm usually looking at the relationship between those two, how much did I spend (laughs) and how many visitors did I get, right? And there's, you know, there's a factor of when you have visitors on the page, how many opt in, how many, how many buy, whatever it might be. But, but those are, um, that's the main reason why we take it out of the builder stats, like out of the inside the builder stats, get it into a spreadsheet. And the other, um, well, I, I think that's it. The, that's, that's a factor of it. The, the other piece of it is for visualization. So we want to look at it interrelated to those other things and then actually visualizing it in that relationship. So we'll, we'll get to that point, but we'll pull all those stats from our funnels every single day. And I don't care if the, if it's a zero, this is one of those things where like, if you measure it, you have the possibility to manage it and possibility to improve it. You might be thinking like we do that for all of our pages. That includes like our upsells, our OTOs. There are many days where there might be a particular upsell that gets zero conversions. That's not great, but I would rather track that zero because that will lead me to make the decision to improve it because I see that it's a zero. You know, a lot of folks are like, you've got your funnels, they're out there running and you don't, maybe you look at one piece of the funnel, but you don't look at the rest. Um, and I'm not saying, I'm not looking at this every day, but technically a assistant is, you know, going in there every day to copy and paste it into a spreadsheet so that we have the possibility of some of these interrelated stats that we care about. And so um, that's on the landing page piece of it. Those are what we're looking at. Um, that might be like, that's leads, like new leads is another factor there. So consider the success on the page. If it can purchase, then you see opt-in and purchase. We like to do two-step opt-ins because, or two-step, uh, checkout, because it gives you that split stat who started and who completed checkout process there. Um, but the other types of funnels that we look at, it's like, if it's just like a lead generation, it's just an opt-in or like a freebie or something like that, then you're looking at, you know, Number of visits, unique visitors, and then actual opt-ins. And that's just like the, and then a percentage, you know, factor of all of those. Um, but so any of those pages that we run traffic to, we want to be uh, gathering those stats for. I've actually started to um, look at other areas, even though we run organically. Like organic was one of those things that I, I probably felt less controllable because it is to, to an extent. Um, but realize like really we should be pulling all the data from all the places um, because you, you'll find 
like, so here's an example of one that uh, just recently was like, hey, we should grab a test on this too, is uh, we've got like social landing pages. So call it like Linktree is the style there. And traffic to those is all either overflow or organic, right? They, we might have been running a boosted post or something like that, but um, it's largely organic. Well, if if you never track it, you can never improve it <laughs> or you can never manage it. You can never improve it. And so there was things I realized, uh, you know, I hadn't made an edit to, to my social landing page for about a year. And I not even looked to see like, well, where's, where are the clicks happening? Like, where are the opt-ins? Like, what is the conversion rate on there? And so it just goes back to show you like measure as much as you can and then get it in a place you can manage it. So for all of our front end funnels and for us, it's most highest priority is paid. I, I actually think there's a, a compelling argument to, to consider organic as well. Anything that takes that front end top of funnel traffic and uh, get those aggregated. And then we look at the paid side of it. For us, that's the, the the KPI you can control. How much are you spending? You know, what's how many impressions you're getting? And then, uh, well, that's, we kind of take the, the top level stats that they're getting there, but I actually don't even know if we track impressions, but definitely leads or like clicks. How many people are clicking over to see our thing? And then uh, direct attribution success. How many of those clicks became a lead? So you might say on your main funnel, we got 30 leads today and Facebook might say we did six of them. And Google might say we did five of them. So like, cool, 11 of them were paid. The other nine, or I'm doing bad math, whatever. The rest, the remaining there were, were organic or just you know, not, not attributed by the, by the paid platform. Hopefully that's helpful to get some ideas. Just like get as much stats as you can, put it into a spreadsheet because then you can use it whenever you need it. And some of those things, we just literally have a, a manual process. If it can be automated, we automate it. Um, but we use a lot of manual processes just because I would rather have the data even if it's one person has to do it, you know, once per day, then uh, to not have it because I didn't have a process in place to get that data. And then as we look at the managing piece of it, this gets into data visualization. You don't need to look at every KPI, but you need to decide what are the significant KPIs that I care about. And so for us, um, often like there'll be a trend of, it'll come down to kind of like, dollars. <laughs> What's the throughput? Like what is the net throughput? And so um I'll I'll get and then in time frame there. So time frame and then dollars. So what are the periods that we care about? I like to look at last three days, last seven days, and then kind of like a month month to date if I'm aggregating it. Last three days is more so like a gut check of like if you implement a new experiment, you kind of want to see how's it going. It just tells you, hey, did something like fall off a cliff here or like, hey, are things kind of you know promising or staying the same? Last seven days is at least like a fair enough season. At least I found like we'll do evaluations in that almost like a full period because we see weekly season or like daily seasonality. We get lower engagement on Saturdays and Sundays. So it's like, it's not, I don't know, not a mystery, but you know, for a lot of our folks we're reaching out to as business owners, they're, you know, not as active and engaged over the weekends. And so Monday through Friday is the majority of activity that we get. And so you don't, if I was only looking at three days and, and looking at my, stats on a Monday, you'd be like, oh man, it's been horrible. But if you keep on doing like a, a seven day cycle, you've got a little bit more room there to make decisions. And then the month to date or month end, that's where you can make real significant strategic things, but consider your dollar flow. So dollars in, dollars out, like <laughs> did your funnels make money? Did you improve the amount of money that I was making or success, whatever that is leads? Like, is it getting more leads from the ads perspective? Is it a lower cost per lead? Is it a lower cost per sale? Is it the same? You know, how does it fit in there to, to be able to make those decisions? And, and largely from like the paid media stuff, we've now 
outsource to other folks. I mean, this has been a process of growing the team, whether it's in-house or out, out of house, it's not me making the decision. And so these are the things that they're deciding on. Like, is it making money? Is it not making money? Should we double down on it? Should we, you know, take off the take off the gas on a certain creative or whatever it is? Um, but from a marketing perspective, if you can have, even if it's big picture stats over like the the funnels that you care about the most or the ones that are leading in the most, you know, top of engagement, if you can look at them and see my general stats, like, is it performing? That's judging the landing page, right? Conversion rate on the landing page, whatever stats are happening there. Traffic, um, it's a function of both, but you can, you can kind of independently judge it. Like what is its cost per visitor? You can see, you know, what is its cost per sale or all, all the way through, but we, I try to like isolate the experiments, at least in my analysis, I give myself the numbers there from those big top picture, um, things, but then it's your job as the marketer to, to identify the story that makes sense because there's been plenty of times where I've been proven wrong. I'll give you a recent one. We adjusted from a simple one choice price to a, a comparison plan choice. Uh, basically it gives ABC plans versus you can only choose a, and my gut, I don't know how I was going to swing, but here's how I went. I went from initially for so many years, I was like, there's only one option. And I like that. Then going split plan, what I assumed would happen was we'd get more conversion on the front end because it's easier, like the step one, more people to engage that way and uh, less conversion on, on the back end. Obviously, I was doing the experiment because I thought it'd get better. So let's say better and better is what I was assuming has happened. As I went into it, I kind of thought, uh, I feel like it's getting worse, but I was not looking at the numbers. I was just like gauging it based on, I don't know, sentiment or, or tracking, uh, I don't know, like general seeing like reminders of new signups or whatever it might be. When I looked at it and did like a full long-term analysis, I, I was like, it actually is doing better and better slightly. It, was, it wasn't like enormously, but you like, you let the numbers inform the decision because there's plenty of times where your gut is wrong. And, uh, when you can be more data-driven and in, in, in your improvements, what you'll save yourself from doing is solving a non-problem or breaking a system that's working. And that's absolutely what, what this, this kind of process for KPIs does for me. And so just like with my weight on the marketing, you know, what are the key numbers that we like? And those are them, like, you know, the judging a funnel, how many visitors, what's their engagement, you know, percent engagement or opt-in and then sale on the traffic. How much am I spending? How many visitors am I getting? how much success uh, per platform and then looking at it the periods of like last three days, last seven, and then like a month to date or month end is uh, how we think about our marketing KPIs. Thanks for tuning in for this week's Marketing with Matt. Check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com to learn how we create high margin marketing. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast, feel free to make a recommendation. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. Okay, bye for now. 